Hi, this is Annie Fox for Family Confidential, Secrets of Successful Parenting. My guest today is Judy Grayville, Certified Step Family Coach. Hi, Judy. Welcome to Family Confidential. Hi, Annie. It's so good to be here, and thank you for having me. My pleasure. Let's talk about step parenting and the challenges. It's something that a lot of kids, unfortunately, um, or maybe fortunately, because you know, not every biological parent couple does well together, and sometimes there are great benefits for marriages to end and new marriages double to Christmases, start. Double Christmases, double oh, holidays. Ooh, good That's point. one of the benefits. Yeah. You know? But today, because you are a parenting coach, a step parenting coach to be specific, um, I'm guessing that people don't come to you to ask about how to celebrate double Christmases. <laughs> That's <laughs> so true. They're coming to you because they've got problems. And right. um, I'd like to know what you see from from the new about-to-be-married step couple is their biggest challenge in getting it together with yeah, the kids. Yeah, good question. So the number one thing that um, couples come to me about is the um, different parenting styles and way of disciplining. And so think about this, how you were raised. You come in, when you, whether you have kids or not, based, you raise your kids based on the how, how you were raised, how your yeah. parents raised you. Sure. It's kind so, of imprinted on you. Right, exactly. So even if you don't have kids, that's still how you would want to raise your kids if you had them. So then when you are with another person who has kids of their own, Mm -hmm. naturally... They have to, they are raising their kids the way they were raised, mm-hmm. and it's very different. So, how do those two um, styles come together? Because both are, when it comes to parenting, I say that there's really no wrong. It's just about what consequences you want or the results you want. You're either getting the results you want or you don't. Right. And and then there's a difference there. Yeah. So so working together on these differences without one person feeling like they're giving up their core values necessarily, um, but you have to have some accommodation here. It's it, when you go into a new relationship, if it becomes my way or the highway, um, clearly yeah. you're going to have a lot of problems. And then you've got the kid in the middle who may be, you know, observing a lot of dissension between this new couple and thinking, okay. Um, I don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. I think I'll just do my own thing. And when kids parent themselves, not always such a good idea. Right, exactly. And also when the kids are uh, seeing that the step couple, their dad and their stepmom is arguing all the time, they're less likely to give their step parent any credibility at all. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. It really affects the ability for the step parent to build a rapport and a relationship with the kid because- if if dad doesn't like her, or dad doesn't agree with her, or respect that, her, or treat or, her with respect, right? Exactly. Why then I'm I? not going to either. But okay. I want to. Um, yeah, you mentioned a couple other things that I I think are really important. You mentioned values, core values. Oh, and that is such a big, huge thing because that's exactly how they feel. They feel like their core values are being attacked when my a partner doesn't want to parent the way I want to mm-hmm. because it's really affecting my core values. And so my response to that is to really reevaluate what exactly your values are and you have to weigh the each value. For example, whatever value you think is being attacked, weigh that against the value of the relationship with your partner and the relationship with your step 
kid. Now, I think if a step parent realized that their relationship with the step kid is going to be affected, then I think they're more likely to back off a little bit because now it's in their conscious mind, it's in the forefront that that's a value that's being affected. But I think that's part of the thing. They don't realize that. But it really does come down to um, reevaluating and seeing which one outweighs, you know, and flexibility. I'm sorry, that oh was the goodness. other thing that you yeah. mentioned that was Oh my really goodness, important. it's very, very important to be able to accommodate because then again, you're also, you're teaching these children that you are parenting a lot about compromise and, right. and listening with an open heart and mind to someone who you may not agree with at this moment to, to be able to actually have a conversation that doesn't devolve into an argument all the time would be really great. But I'm thinking that all of this, I mean, ideally should happen during the dating process. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would be so ideal that like in our, in our perfect world. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you know, to some extent, I think that couples do talk about it in the dating process, but I think that maybe they're not aware of exactly the differences of step family dynamics versus first family. So when they're talking about these, um, differences, they might not be asking the right questions. Uh, so maybe you can help them with that as a, as a, as a step parenting coach, you can help them open up these conversations right. by, as you say, um, just facilitating a conversation that's sparked by the right question. Give me an example of the right question. Oh, well, I would say one of the biggest, honestly, that people don't think of is the relationship with the ex spouse and if there's closure Ah. there. Because I think that if there was more closure with the ex-spouse, particularly with the ex-wife, then I think that there would be less problems in the second second marriage. Because that's the number two complaint is really the interferences with the ex-wife. Okay. So I imagine you've got this in love dating couple and one of them or both of them um, have children that they're planning to bring together into this marriage. And the first question you ask to either of them is, um, how's your relationship with your ex? How would you describe it? And let them talk to each other about it. Oh my goodness. I think that would be so helpful. Right. It, I, I'm imagining it. And what happens, the typical first thing is the is the sparks because you hear the stories, but it gives you a lot of information because if there's a lot of sparks about the, the, re, the, the ex, just thinking of the uh, ex, if that brings <laughs> you up mentioned a lot her of, name, <laughs> right. And if the person is going off into a tirade or a monologue of all the things that the ex has done wrong, that's a big sign that there's no closure. Like, Compare that to somebody who is like, oh, you know, it's just professional right now. I mean, yeah, I was hurt, but I got, yeah, it did, but I'm over it. And, you know, we get along well now. We get along well enough to be good co-parents. And I think that's the key. Right, right. I mean, totally. we, even if we don't talk much, but, you know, the my daughter is happy and the transition is, works fine. So, yeah, yeah that's... And I, I like the fact that we mentioned both scenarios so people can compare, you know, if, if they're having, hopefully they'll have that, they'll ask that question and they can compare which which side is my ex on or yeah. my partner on. No, it's, it's really, really good um, to have those conversations about relationship with the ex because the ex is part of 
the family, whether they're distant or not, especially if you're sharing custody. And the other part is that core values that has to do with, you know, when it comes to parenting, what what are the most important things to you? And then have the other person be able to talk about that. I, I love this. I think it would, it would um, bypass an awful lot of... Um, Bickering and and just dead end arguing, right? Yeah, the dead yeah. end arguing that doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, uh, the non productive ones is what I call them. But yeah. I think you you also mentioned it, like the modeling of what what you want your kids to learn. Because yeah. I, I think you mentioned that. I did, and that's all, and that's another thing that you know parents need to remember when they're bickering. What what am I accomplishing here? And what am I teaching my daughter? What am I son? teaching? Yes. And you know what? That's a really good reminder for um, parents of first families or second families. When you're arguing in front of your children, what am I modeling? What am I teaching? And is this, in fact, what I want to be imparting in terms of part of my legacy to my kids? Really, really important. Um, Judy, we only have a couple of minutes left. And before we go, I'd love you to just simply give us the email, not the email, the um, website where people can find out all about your work and your services. What is that? Is that Okay, link? well, thank you very much for asking. It is stepfamilycoach.com, S-T-E-P-F-A-M-I-L-Y-C-O-A-C-H.com. Stepfamilycoach.com. That's great. Thank you so much for the work that you do. I know... I know that there are a lot of families who, who really could benefit from this kind of careful and caring um, processing. Uh, it's, it's a hard transition, but it doesn't have to be impossible. And, and it can be so rewarding when, when you come together with a partner and also just know that together, even though you may not be biological parents of these children who are living, that you can do a good job as a team and, and oh, yes. help these kids grow. Into I love the fact it. that you mentioned team because that is one of the things that I work with couples on and that is really important. And that's, I would say, the number one factor. If step couples can work as a team, then they pretty much, I don't want to say have it made, but you know, most of the challenges will be small bumps as opposed Excellent. to big hills. Excellent. Thanks again, And I also Judy. want to thank you for what you do because oh, I do refer sweet. you out to parents and teenagers. Because I love the fact that uh, kids can go to you and ask questions on your site. So I just want to thank you. Thank you for that. You enjoy your day now, and I'll talk to you soon. Great. You too. This is Annie Fox for Family Confidential. To learn more about my parent coaching services, visit AnnieFox.com. And check out my parenting book, Teaching Kids to Be Good People. And my latest book for tween girls, The Girls Q&A Book on Friendship. 50 Ways to Fix a Friendship Without the Drama. And if you like this podcast, we ask that you review it on iTunes. It may be a little thing to you, but it means an awful lot to us. And tune in next when my guest will be journalist Lenore Skenazy. Lenore is the author of the book Free Range Kids, How to Raise Safe, Self-Reliant Children Without Going Nuts with Worry. She is also the host of the new reality show, World's Worst Mom. Family Confidential Podcast is produced by Electric Eggplant, creators of books and apps for parents, kids, tweens, and teens. Until next time, happy parenting. Happy parenting.